Hello and welcome to another episode wow. of Jomalipa. Oh my god. It is me here, Tasha Tricep, and that's my man, Tasha Bicep. Aduh, asal aku pakai nama ingin <laughs> name pula. I'm sorry, man. I'm just in the mood for sports, okay? Okay, but no, but this is not about, tapi itu in-game okay ni, lah, okay kalau lah. sports pakai okay nama lah. betul, nanti, nanti, nanti lah kan aku nak naik podium kan, dia panggil Muhammad Hazib, daripada Malaysia. Just imagine you there, and then singing the national anthem, oof. It'll be funny though. Oh, that's an anthem. It'll be funny if you, if you say like, dipersilakan, Tasha Basah. <laughs> Aduh, apa lagu ni? No, no, no. I think that'd be really weird. <laughs> that'd be really weird. But anyways, anyways. Okay, enough of the jokes. So my name is Haikal. That's my brother, Hazik. Not literally my brother, but my podcast brother, Hazik. Mm-hmm. And today, we're starting off with our new theme, which is sports. Yay. Yes. We're starting it off with a very... Very, very... I think a, a theme that is very close to our hearts, Hazik. Me and you, we love sports. We... Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah. So in this team, we're going to talk about a lot of form of sports, like motorsports, and then sports in general, maybe some extreme sports, and winter sports as well. All right? Mm-hmm. And we're also going to bring in guests, and we have one right here. She's virtually with us here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to announce this special guest soon, right? So without further ado, we're going to introduce Amy Kwan. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Oh my god. You know Ketik tomel dia suara dia. You know what? Um you know being in I wish we can be in a room with her right now because it would be cool to have like a national like um champion present there, you know? Ooh. I mean, she was a champion back in 2018 lah. I mean, now she's like dah dah retired. Yeah, already. Okay, so now she's a coach, kan? Yeah, she's a coach. <clears throat> Okay. So, if you guys don't know who Amy Kwan is, she is the triple medalist for the Commonwealth Games 2018. Dia bukan tap, dia tapau tiga tau guys. Emas, mm. a gangster, dan perak. That's like, mm. memang, like, nice hat trick of medals. Mm. And not only that, she was the Olympian of the Year that year as well, which is great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. Also, macam maybe a bit more um other than what Aika said lah. Maybe you give a bit more of intro for yourself. Yeah. So about you, how about you? What? Who else to introduce? Yeah. Amy, then Amy herself. Um. So okay. So I'm a national athlete since I was 13 years old, and I just retired to. Yeah, last year, not two years back. Yeah, but last year. So before that, um, I was just a little girl. With no knowledge about um, rhythmic gymnastic, and I started my rhythmic gymnastic when I was four years old, together with my sisters to the primary school. So and back then I was like, "Wow, this ribbon is so amazing!" You know, <laughs> I really love the movements of the ribbons, patterns, stuff like that, and it's colorful. You know, which mm-hmm. kids like who don't like colorful things, right? So then I, I was like attracted with the ribbons and started. Then I told my mom, "I want to." you know, train rhythmic gymnastic and be with my sisters. Yeah, till last year, then I got retired. Yeah. Wow. The idea that she's amazed by all these things, you know. I think that's how all athletes start. You know, like, oh, this is so cool. I want to try this out. Right? <laughs> you know what, actually, yeah. I mean, like, me, me currently being a, 
uh, representing KL for Taekwondo. It was I was started like that as well. You know, macam suka tengok 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 kat ni lah, tengok kat TV, tengok movies kan. Yeah, like apa, apa, Kung Fu lah, apa guys, macam kind of martial arts was so cool. And then, uh, in my neighborhood, there was this, um, they used to train at my taman. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just asked my mom, nak try. And I try, I join. And that was like masa, I think it was kindergarten, but um, I'm currently a third dan. But I could be much higher if I actually like came for each one of the grading. But it was the same. Is I guess I could relate to her story, you know, just like watching people do cool things. You know, I was like, I want to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> Now, before we start giving out the questions to Amy that we have today, why not you explain about uh, why why not you explain about your discipline, which is rhythmic gymnastics? I think not not many people know what it is about. So why not you explain a bit what rhythmic gymnastics is? Okay, so there's two different type. I mean. In gymnastic family, there's like you know few sports like acrobatics, uh, rhythmic gymnastics, artistic gymnastics, and um, aesthetic gymnastics and trampoline. So this is like mm-hmm. the five family in this sport. Where in rhythmic gymnastics we have like clubs, ribbon, hoop, balls, and ropes. Okay, but it's like totally different than artistic where people always mix up because um, in rhythmic we don't do flips. We don't do aerials. We don't do uh-huh. you know front, front, you know like the front flip stuff like that. So then um, <laughs> we only do like back or overs, you know, and then we play with the ribbons and also the music. So it's like more to the tricks where we use apparatus to do it. Yeah. So ah, I see, I see. Yeah, in our sport also we need more flexibilities than strength. It's not that we don't need strength, we do, but it's not as much as like artistic gymnastic where you can see all the muscles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like really different where we make we we are more to the musics and dancings, how you synchronize with the musics together with all your most movements and throws. Yeah. Wow! To be honest, um, um, you know, preparing for this episode. I saw your performance. The yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we watched it on YouTube. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I mean, which, which, uh, which one was that? Which I think which was in the ribbon category. Yeah, the one that you won gold. Ah, wow! I yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, ooh, wow, wow, wow! Actually, the song is stuck in my head. Actually. Oh, you remember the song? Sampai tak macam tu, bye. But it was really good. I was really oh, yeah, amazed. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. Did, like. Yeah, it was really actually quite enjoying at the moment lah because you know like, I like I like audience actually like you know as long as it's not close to me because I feel shy when they're close to me, <laughs> but when they are far they're cheering for you and it's like really different lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can totally relate with Amy because um because back in 2018 when I was doing my sports team. Yeah, so um, I always wanted to be in a crowd where I can show my full potential because I was back. Um, I was sprinting. I was mm-hmm. in the sprinting category, so I was sprinting the hundred meter. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I had the best performance back then, but knowing that all the, all the people cheered with me was so nice. Yeah, it was like another motivation for you to do better and show. Yes. It's not to say show off, lah, but it's yeah, not yeah. like. With all the hard works we have been doing, you know, yes. behind that, and then now it's the finally, it's the time for us to show to the world that we can do that, right? Yes, true, true. And you definitely did that during back in 2018 in the Commonwealth yeah. Games. I, I was so proud. I was like, ah, nice, you. another gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was unexpected for me too, but you oh, know, like okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll dive into that later in, into our questions soon, sure. right? 
So today we have three questions for Amy, right? Okay. So we have, what does it mean to be a champion? Mm-hmm. That's number one. And number two, could you share us some of your journey, your journey to become a national athlete? Mm-hmm. And lastly, since you are you are like a retired athlete now coaching, mm-hmm. so how does it feel to be teaching young athletes? Which has it will you know ask that later? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you have a lot to say on the third question. <laughs> but but it's, but it's all right. So let's start with the first question, which is we all want to know what does it mean to become a champion? Mm. For me personally, um, if you do your best, then you're a champion already. You don't have to. You don't have to get the gold medal to prove that you're a champion. You know, this is for me. As long as you know you work hard, and you give all out during the competitions, that's the champion. It's my own champion in my heart. Wow, your own champion in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I know it's not easy to be the champion of everyone's heart. But you know, as long as you do your best and give all out and don't just give up when you're having you know like um how to say if you quit you know quitter is easy quit is easy but to stay it's very hard that's what i always tell my kids also now you know so it's like <laughs> no matter how people look at you they might be you know they don't want you to win people might you know like sabotage you to make you fail and mm. then like you couldn't just find a way to beat through all these obstacles and be the champion for yourself. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. I, I guess it is true because in a sense, like being becoming a champion is something, I guess, really difficult, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to sports, mm-hmm. right? Because it requires a lot of dedication, requires a lot of effort and a lot of um, spirit. Yes. In winning. And honestly, yeah, it, it is true because when you say that sports is art, senang je mana No, it's not. It requires a lot of, you know, uh, mental effort as well. Yes, the mental have to be strong, and you know the perseverance that you have to stay down and do what you feel. It's maybe people will think that I senang je nak buat macam tu, senang je nak buat straight je, kalau baling je pun benda ni, but still catch <laughs> macam tu kan. Actually, it's a lot of people saying that rhythmic is not a sport. Yeah, it's just more to an art. But they don't know at the back what we have experienced, what we have gone through, you know, like surgery, stuff like that, injuries. Like even though you look at one minute and 30 seconds because our routine is one minute and 30 seconds. So people will be like, ala dancing, dancing macam tu je pun. Ah, apa mm. yang susahnya? That's yeah. what they said to us like usually lah, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandable. Yeah, so, but they don't know like to get through all these things like how to do a split, how to, you know, turn three, four, five rounds. It's like take years for us to build up all these things. Mm, yeah, and and to master, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, mm. I think I could relate that to my sport as well because I'm I'm a I'm a sprinter. Mm-hmm. So people say, "Allah, just run 100 meter, 200 meter, then lari Jepun, lari Jepun, You don't know how pressuring and how tiring it is to run 100 meters for like six times in training. Yes. Oh. Yes. I think taekwondo is also the same, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to repeat thousand times, and only one time you'll be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, no, actually, yeah, it's the same. I guess, which um, other than that, which um, I can, I put, I 
not I mean both me and Haikal aren't practicing but we are really into motorsports macam F1 mm. you know people can also say the same thing lah I, I think anywhere you go there will always be haters like oh yeah, okay yeah. I love both haters yeah it's like people don't understand they were just like not to say they pandang rendah lah it's not mm. like they just they just simply give a comment about us mm. yeah maybe yeah. they don't know all the sweats that we have been through you know like how you sacrifice to win mm. yeah this is that's why i say don't don't care about what the others say because apa yang diorang cakap pun it's not your matter what we mm. we have we ourselves as an athlete we just have to do what we are supposed to do and what is our responsibility it's not to care about what the others say mm-hmm. right yeah 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 Now talking about mentality, right? What is the mentality that you bring to every game you you compete with? Of course, you compete with so many international games, right? Yeah. So, what what mentality do you bring uh, to the stage when you are competing? Um, I would tell myself that do not drop. That's it. Do not drop. Yes, because you know, like we have to toss and you know throw the apparatus and catch. So in our sports, it's like if you drop, it will be a big deduction. A very big deduction, Ooh, and you know it's like we'll be far away from the medals and the podiums, lah. So I don't aim to do like you know like I tell I I will not tell myself okay I want to be perfect I want to come here and do 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 like that no but <laughs> instead of that I'll just like just do your best give your best and do not drop that's it. Hmm, I see, I see. Do you feel that like you're like a warrior in the battlefield? Yes, I do. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because um, I still remember back in 2018 when my come-off game, you know, the, our sports is very subjective, you know, so it's like judges giving marks and it's all depend on the judges what marks they give. Mm-hmm. So then that's the only thing that we can do if we tap positive, we are not, like, we couldn't accept the marks. Maybe we can ask for inquiries. Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't mean that 100% will get accepted for the inquiries. Mm. So then I remember back then when I, the third day for apparatus uh, final, which I won mm. my gold medal on the mm. day also, nice. um, I did a hook finals. So mm. that day, it was unexpected for me, a bronze for my hook. So then then I didn't enter ball final, so I skipped ball and I went for clubs and I did it pretty well. But the marks is not up to the level that I performed. Yes. Mm. So then my team manager, I remember she ran all the way to the judges and sent up the re- inquiries to, you know, to recheck the marks and the performance. So then it got rejected. Mm. So she was so sad. I could, I could see that she's really, you know, she's like, why they do this to you? She, she speak to me like that. And then I was like, because I was preparing for my ribbon, which, one, which I will be coming out for the first I'll be performing. I'm number one to perform. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, "Why they do this? Do this to you? It's very unfair." So then mm-hmm. I remember that time I told her, "It's okay. I still have my ribbon. I'll go out and fight." Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like actually, it's like not. It's. I didn't plan to say that, you know. It's just like you know, from my heart. Since they are doing this to me, so I'll prove that. What is the Malaysia Tiger really means? Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> the wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like really tight. Like, and then, oh, the, the goosebumps. Yeah. yeah, and then my team manager was like, "Yes, go and fight it. Fight back what you have to do." Yeah. 
Can I? Can you be my manager? Can you be like my coach? Oh, it's about manager too, eh? No, no, no. The way that she says it, like, it's so motivating at that moment. Yes, you know, because like, it was really. I think most of the, especially my team manager lah, because she went through everything. She was in a com when she was in a Commonwealth game with us the whole, around, few weeks there. Eh? Because we went there earlier yeah, for yeah, training, yeah. so it's like two, three weeks. So then she was like going through all this thing, and then she feels so unfair. So then I was like, "It's okay. I still have my ribbon, right?" So I'm like, yeah, I mean, chill, chill. I mean, it's okay. Like, I mean, they they can brush off that. Yeah, I'm because sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we step out, we could we are not supposed to think what happened just now. We should just mm. focus in the. Like prison now, we are going out for the competitions. Of course, yeah. so it's like de- definitely no time for me to think about what happened in the club. So now I'm stepping up to the competitions area. I have to focus in my ribbon. Yeah. I see. I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's definitely true. Upper mm. when it comes to these things, like what's um, I guess in sports and like performance, you train, you train, and you train, and you train. But the thing is. Once it comes to that one time, you know, because um, you know, sports again, kita orang macam I guess you can relate to lah apa hacker, you know, me, me and Amy, I guess yeah, because we perform something, yeah, and then we it's like this one time it 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 all comes down to this one time. How many times you perform it? How many times you practice it? You practice it over and over again. But it all comes down to this one point. You know, when you start thinking about these things, it's like, oh, okay, this is one thing that I haven't fixed yet, or this is one thing that is it's a bit off, but it's okay. I think it's good enough. And then it all comes down to that one point. And it, if you think about those things, it will it will pop out in the performance. This this is from my experience. Like it will come out. So this it's not about thinking, just doing right. Yes, it's like you should think the positive thing instead of the negative one. If you think like, oh, maybe this one I will drop. Maybe this one I'm not. This one maybe 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 yes. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely, definitely you're not gonna drop because all these maybes come to inside your head. You know, you know, you know, you know, your experience actually triggered a memory in my head about I think back when I was form two, mm-hmm. uh, during the period of form two, form three, during my early years. Uh, so form two was th- is the time when I just started to enter sprinting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't really plan to actually join. I just thought it was, like, it was a cool sport. You know, like I was fast. I'm like, man, let me let me just <laughs> let me just compete. Uh, so my first competition was MSSD. So Majis, uh, I forgot what SS and D means. Daerah. <laughs> oh God, lama datang MSSD. And then so yeah, so I entered in the hundred meter, two hundred meter. So the hundred meter, I lost in the heats. I got third in my qualification. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't enter the final that that day. But surprisingly, in the in the two hundred meter, in the first round in of my heat, I won. I won and I won and I was like. What this is it my first competition I won? It's like it's like I I understand it's like yeah. really like wow really seriously yeah, yeah. I mean I mean I'm not that fast <laughs> and then on the day of the finals was it was really nerve wracking you know mm-hmm. it was nerve wracking and the idea that I'm being up against one of the best sprinters in that in that district is is mm-hmm. big honor okay. I mean I I lost that day I got fourth but it was still a good it was still a good Opportunity, but then came to next year, two thousand seventeen. This was my, I guess, considered my prime year. I won third for the hundred meter for my first time. But sadly, but sadly, even though I won, mm-hmm. 
I didn't got the medal. Why? Yeah, it was pretty weird because like, um, when I fin- when I crossed the line, mm-hmm. yeah, it looked like I I came in third, mm-hmm. which I did came in third. Mm-hmm. But the officials looked like eh, um, tak lah, macam, it was I it, it, from an angle from a certain angle I came in fourth. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no. uh, There's no recording. I mean, like any proof to prove like there was there was, but like we came too late to like protest. Mm. We came too late to protest, so we didn't get the medal. We like MSD. Yeah, yeah, MSD. Yeah. It so, was so unfair. Yeah, it was unfair because it's like ah. Oh, This is my only chance to get a medal, and then I could have got to MSSS to the next point guard, but that didn't came. But I still got the sigil, but it still says tempat ketiga, but I didn't get to MSSS lah. Yeah, but uh, honestly, um, even though I didn't win that day, it was it was such a good experience. It was such a really nice experience that knowing that my coach was there in front of the finish line and I high fived him. Oh, that was the nice experience. And I can I can understand understand you how you feel when you did the what was it the club right mm-hmm. yeah yeah because you know your coach protest and then it didn't work and then you be yeah. like ah you know so I really completely understand how you feel yeah it's like we she ran there like my team manager ran there and then she was very fast because from the training hall to competition hall there's a a gap lah okay there's a distance yeah, yeah, so she ran very fast and then. Um, because Malaysia, we have three rhythmic gymnasts uh, that competed in Commonwealth Games. So in the final, there are two of us. So then she ran for me. She ran for the for the other gymnasts. It's like she kept on running up and down, and then we are like, she's so busy. <laughs> life of a manager, life of a unicorn. Yeah. But you know, wait. Since you win the ribbon, how does it feel like being up on? Being on the podium first, and then the sh- singing our national anthem. That's what I want to know, because like that's the experience that I've, I think it will be far from uh, far from now that I'll experience. Okay, so actually, I cried after my performance. It's not because no, no, no. It's not because of I'm doing very good. No, it's because <laughs> I I know that I have something like you know, I think I'm not giving, I'm giving all out. It's just that. There's a small, small mistake at the back, and ah. I was so upset about that mistakes. And I, I went in and I cried, like really cried, out very loud, in the training hall. Oh, in the training hall. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and then yeah, my physiotherapist was there, and then my team manager was there, and then everyone was like, "What happened? You did very well." And I was like, "No, I, I know that I have a small mistake here, here." And then they were like, "We couldn't <laughs> see." I'm like, "I know," and because. Because I know if I give a little chance, like I did, a, if I do a small mistake, of course, you know, if people want to play like unfair game, like unfair games, so they'll pull your marks down, right? Mm. So then I feel like mm, I give the chance for the judges to pull my marks down. Ah, so that's my feeling right after the competitions. But after that, because all the gymnasts have to sit on the kiss and cry area, and then we have to sit at the at the side of the kiss and cry area where we have to watch the other's performance. So then I watched, 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 and then suddenly I was like, huh? How come my name is still number one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a bit like, huh? Is that possible? And then my team manager was like, yes. And then I came in to the training hall, like after everything, they were like, because I think the last one there, there was one Australian girl, gymnast. So she did performance. She is either... 
she or me. So then she came forth. So my name is still number one there. So then my team manager was like hugging me and telling me, you got first. And I was like, no, 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 impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's this kind of feeling until I really wear my tracksuit. There's a few times like this in Commonwealth game where I don't trust that I got the medal. Mm. I really don't trust that I got the medal. And the moment when I step up onto the podium, it was like, you know, because this is my second Commonwealth game. Mm. During my first Commonwealth game, I only won a bronze medal for the team. Mm-hmm. in the team event and then I didn't get an individual medal so mm-hmm. this Commonwealth game is a, a bit like you know wow for me like another big step up yes it's like after four years you know people say because when the first Commonwealth I was 19 you know when 19 you have a lot of energies to train yeah, 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 yeah. when I'm like after four years that stretch pun dah susah yeah, but so you still put up an incredible performance still. Yeah, it's like mm, I felt much better and confident in it. Yeah, so then I think that's the main thing that made me change where I feel like more confident when I step out and I do um, enjoy this game a lot because I realized that when you focus too much on the winning and losing, you feel super stressed and you don't enjoy the competition at all. So then for this Commonwealth, the main point I went there is just to do my best and, you know, just enjoy the game because I don't know, after four years, will I be in another Commonwealth or not? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I just want to enjoy this moment. Yeah. This moment, this time, and you think this will be my last, you give it everything I got. Yes, yes. Like, you know, when you take winning or losing first, like come first, you put it, like how to say, uh, you, you, of course everyone want to win. I also mm-hmm. want to win. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the same time, I want to enjoy it. It's just, it's not like only go to win and win and win. I want to enjoy the game. I want to enjoy in Australia, everything. I want to do that. Yeah, this, that was my mind when I went to the Commonwealth game. Yeah. I see. Wow. Speaking of a mind of a champion, look at that. Wow. It's just amazing, like, we get to speak with these people, as you know. <laughs> so, anyways. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. So, let's move on to the second question, which is, sure. could you share us your journey to become a national athlete? Because we, we all know that uh, we, we only see the, you know, the picture of you being winning and all, but like, what's the journey you took that you have to take to become a national athlete that you wanted uh, before? You mean right before I joined the national team, right? Um, before and after you get to it. Okay, so as I said just now, um, I joined with the MIG because of my sisters and because of ribbons, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So actually, um, if those professionals look at my body, I'm not born to be a perfect gymnast. I'm not. My structure okay. is a bit big. My bone is big. And I'm not flexible. I'm not flexible even when I'm young. So then um, I started four years old. And then I start train with my uh, my sister's coach, which is in Yuhua School, primary school, just a local coach. But mm-hmm. then back then, um, the requirement to join a rhythmic is to open a split. Mm-hmm. To join her team, I have to open a split. So back then, I couldn't open a split. You know, a proper split is not one line at all. So then at home, my mom will push me and then, you know, 
draw a line and they ask me to sit on the line. You see, okay, you see, check your leg. Is it one line or not? If not, then you have to <laughs> That's what I go through. From my, when I was in like, you just started rhythmic, okay. So then I went into the clubs, um, to the sports club, mm -hmm. and then I started to join them. And six years old, it was my first com uh, competition, grading competitions. Grading competition. It was so embarrassing, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because during the competition itself, I was in the middle of the carpet and I forgot routines. You forgot the routines? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god what happened next so I just stand there I stood there look at my mom and my mom look at me you know <laughs> very embarrassing yeah then you know I I failed the, the competitions you know it's oh, a grading okay. you have to pass each grade right so I failed so then I couldn't go to the next grade and then my mom was like what happened to you just now I was like I don't know I just don't remember my routine <laughs> oh in rhythmic gymnastic point the grade grade there Mm, other we have like grade, little gymnasts grade one two three four five, so then we have to pass these five back then the rules was different now and then uh back then so then back then we have to pass all these grade to you know to go to international competitions, so then I started with that bad memories and uh during my eight years old, I was absorbed into the state team by a Russian coach, so mm. then it started all the you know the tears sweat and blood stuff everything <laughs> yeah because a russian coach she's a very good coach to be honest she's the best coach that i have wow yeah she's she is the one who you know make me who i am today she mm -hmm. teach me from the you know from i don't know anything i couldn't say that i know everything now but she really contribute and teach me a lot how i have to work very hard and you know there's no shortcut to win something and, you know, to give 200% during your trainings and competitions, stuff like that. Yeah, so then I was with her from 8 years old till 12 years old. Yeah, then she's a Russian coach. Um, you know, back then, I'm not really good in English because mm. I'm a Chinese educated. My house also, we speak Chinese, communicate uh -huh. through Chinese, Mandarin. Because I couldn't understand what she said. And I was just like, ah. Uh. And I don't know whether, because some of the Russian coach, they have a very, the accent is different when they speak English. Mm, yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was yeah. very hard for me to understand. And during the training, it was tough. When you're not doing well, she'll, you know, just hallow you out, get out from the gym. And she also don't like us when we are crying or showing our temper. You know, when you cannot do, of course, you'll be like, Allah, lah. just sit there and then don't want to do anything, right? So then she won't allow all these things to happen. Where I think it's a very good um, point for her to build up this thing. Because till now, even though I feel it's like very hard to achieve something, no matter I'm a coach or a gymnast, I will not give up easily. I will not just, you know, throw the temper at someone just because of, because of I cannot do Mm. So then I think this thing already built inside me since I was young because my coach teach, teach me this thing. It's like a, my second mother. Ah, yes. your second mother. Very second strict mother lah. Yeah, it's like she is strict but in the same way after training she'll be like, you know, joking around with you, playing around. When the time you she have to be strict with us like in our routines, in our competitions, yes, she will be. But after that, 
she will have fun with us. You know, it's like I I like this kind of relationship. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach. I don't like only you know like democratic or what what's that called? You mean autocratic? Like the, the autocratic. autocratic. Yes, it's like the one way communication way. I don't like that. So now I, me myself, also practicing like two way communication with my kids. Yes, I can play with you. I can you know joke with you, play around with you. But in the same time, I want you to know that when you are um, training, you have to be strict. You have to focus for just just for the three hours. Yes. So, yeah. I think so, I think I think that focus really built that you know that ego vision that you you need to focus on you know eyes on the prize. Yes. Yeah, eyes on the prize. Discipline. You have to develop that discipline because I think like I think naturally we humans are very lazy. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, are we naturally competitive or naturally lazy? Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I guess depending on the environment you are in, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think like if we just put ourselves there, and then yeah, I think probably might be lazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Please correct me. But it's it's normal to for people to be lazy because, especially when they meet like difficulties, like. Allah, tak nak buat lah, dah susah lah, tak nak lah. Dan I need this, this, this to contribute to sacrifice. Then they'll be like, tak nak lah, tak nak lah. For example, like workout. Also, if you feel like muscle pain, you'll be like, ah, tak apa lah, tak nak buat lah hari ni. Rest je lah. Yeah, yeah, rest je lah. So uh, I think it's like we are giving excuses to skip yeah. when we feel difficult. Yeah. So then, it was a good memories with her till I get into national team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like national team is not good lah. I mean, still good. <laughs> it's still, it's still good. It's just like di- with different people. When I meet, you know, um, inside is more competitive. Where you really have to be very, very, very focused and all out. Yeah, yeah, to train. yeah. Because you know, it's like in national team we have like, for example, in my team that time in my batch, mm-hmm. there's four of us. So to go for a competition, maybe they only need one. They only will send one. So mm. among four, you really have to show and prove that you are the best among four of them. Mm. Yeah, it's like mm. this kind of meaning. So then, it was tougher, harder, and of course more tears. You know, I like to cry. <laughs> I like to cry, cry a lot. Like, yeah. So then, back then it was there's bitters and sweet memories in the same time. Do you, do you have like like internal rivalries with your teammates? What what do you mean? Yeah, I mean like rivalries like you know like you know you have one spot to go to the competition. You have like some like rivalries here and there. Yeah. Um. Of course we have, but you know, we always tell each other, on the carpets, on the carpets, we are competitors, but outside the carpets we are friends. So this is what how we you know continue our friendship. It's not like after uh, after training pun Allah tak nak lah tak nak kawan dengan dia. I nak menang je menang je. No, no. But yes, even with the other countries gymnasts, we also did that. Like in a competition, yes, of course everyone will do our best because we respect each other. Mm-hmm. We will give the best to compete. But mm-hmm. after the competitions, we will talk. We will share our experience. We will share mm-hmm. our feelings. You know, yeah. This is how we do. That's how you do, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then at, at the end of the day, we're just competitors, but then we can just be chill after, like you know, just hang out, you know. Yeah, yeah. we are we are friends. In the same time, we are competitors too. Yeah, <laughs> it must be it must be a very 
fun relationship, I can say, with your teammates. You know, like competitors on field, but like, we're just friends, you know? Alah, <laughs> macam aku dengan kau lah, Ikal. Alamak, dia nak bawa juga benda ni. Habislah, aku kan menang. Tapi, dia, dia tak jadi lah library. Dia tak jadi lah library kalau aku asyik menang je. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the, the bet I lost with, with him. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I jogged the other day, I think during early before PKP and okay. I lost 5km. I got left, I think, by one of my one of my friends, mm-hmm. including him. So I had to pay him, uh, I had to blanja everyone to life. Okay lah, it's okay. Next time, ask him to pay him for Starbucks. Oh, okay, can, can, can. Next time, I'll pay you, Aziz. Yeah, next time, you'll pay me, betul lah. Oh, <laughs> we'll see about that. I've been training. I've been skipping, man. Yeah, you, you don't know. You don't know what's coming. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm in quarantine right now, so I can go out to jog. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see in September, August. We'll have that rematch. You should. You should prepare the money. Oh uh, yeah, 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 you prepare the money, not me. I'm not. I'm gonna keep my credit card safe. I, I think side. I heard. I think I heard Amy say hi, Kyle. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Amy, Amy, Amy. Yeah. If you had the choice, who would you choose mm-hmm. to win, me or Hazik? Um, I want both of you to win. You know, champion is yourself. Oh yeah, champion. <laughs> uh, yeah, champion. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. If you get a, a faster time than before, okay, good for you, lah. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But, but this time you know, fighting against me, so you know. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> you know, we can have a whole episode talking about that. I think we talked about. <laughs> I think we've we've spent like thirty minutes talking about this to each other, haven't we? Yeah, like <laughs> it's an occurring, it's an occurring thing that we and Ajik talk about. It's mm. it's a health competition that we like to do. Mm. I I mean I mean at least at least we were both enjoying it lah. Yeah, yeah, we were both enjoying it lah. But it's we're, a, it's we're... a good thing to you know merapat ke hubungan kan. Yes, of course. That's the point of sports, you know. <laughs> Besides from competing, we merapat ke hubungan. Yeah. Mm, yes. Betul betul. Okay, so <laughs> yes. um, we spent some time talking about how she got to the nas- how Amy got to the national team and her achievements as well, and we shared some stories about being on the national team and also. Um, apa lagi tadi? A lot lah. We we've talked about a lot of things. Yeah, you can say. Yeah, so maybe you can go on to the, to the final question. It's been quite a long time already. How many minutes has it been already? It's been like three. Six, 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 six. We have like what? We have an hour or so. So um. Ada kesian kita orang punya ada tak dengar nama. So, okay, angin. Okay, so we can go on to the third one. Uh, how does it feel to be teaching young athletes? Now I think I think I can relate a lot to to yeah. this question, you know, because I'm also a taekwondo coach. So, but let's hear it from Amy first. Okay, so it's not easy. <laughs> the first thing I would say is not easy. It's really not easy, yeah, because um, kids nowadays and kids back then it was different. Mm. So we couldn't we couldn't um you know use the same method what we had towards them and. You know, and from a national athlete to coach a gymnast, I mean, um, local a young gymnast is not easy. Where because our expectation is there, it's always there. As as already like you know, we want this to be perfect, but we always neglect that the girls is just a beginner. 
they don't know anything. So it's a challenge for me to start from the beginning, a beginner class to build up a zero basic gymnast. Mm, yeah, it was yeah, really hard yeah. for me. <clears throat> because like you know, like you know, like you you've been on this stage for quite a while, and then, like you want you because I know you like you really sayang your girls, right? Yes. Yeah, you want to do your best for them. Yeah. It's like it's in the same time. Um, I love them, but I want to be strict for the uh, to them. But in the same time, they are just a very young gymnast where they still don't know anything, because, um, how to say, I'm at my age like I'm twenty six now. So that I have been through like you know, how many years? Twenty one years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, back in my childhood, I don't know anything too. Mm-hmm. But I always forget about this that, and I will you know like push them very very hard to be someone or be the level that I want. Mm-hmm. So then it was hard for them, stressful for them, and in the same time for me myself too because I want to you know. Macam datang-datang je dah 100%. I want to be like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like, you want to be the, like, okay, I, want, I know that you're going to give your all. I'm going to give my all as well. Yes, it's like, but in a, but they don't know anything. They are just like a baby. They're just born in with a Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they need a patience, which I really, I don't really have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, how to say, now I think it's better lah, because after one year of coaching, right? So, Before that, I was like, you know, everything I want by today, you can do double jump. By today, you must do splits. By today, you must do that. Mm. I was like, by today, I want everything to be perfect. Yeah. So then, I learned a lot from them. Like really, really a lot from them. It's like I have to be patient. I have to, you know, things take times to achieve. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's true. Definitely. So then, yeah. So what about you, Hazik? Yeah, for what me? about you, Hazi? Yeah. Me? <laughs> Teaching young students. Okay, actually, um, I, I first started out in good. We have, uh, we have the basic class, the basic class that we we have for, like, the basic, um, for grading lah. So, when mm-hmm. you grade, you dapat naik tarif pinggang and that's it lah. The basic class is very basic, actually, because the requirements to up the belt is actually not that high. And also, it's, it's quite, macam kasihan kat budak-budak ni, because sometimes orang You know, they pay for grading, but you know, mm-hmm. if they kind of don't perform well, they don't get the need. But I mean, it's kind of like, macam, because I'm not, I'm not, I, I tease them for grading, but I'm not the one grading them because you need the certificate and everything. Our grandmaster grades them, but they get a grade, but as long as they're passing the grade, they can get up the, the belt. Mm-hmm. So I used to start teaching the basic class, mm-hmm. but, um, but now I'm not teaching the basic class anymore because actually, macam, just like Amy, Because my I I if I teach basic class, I will go very very basic because that's how um that's that's the precision and accuracy you need in your movements in competitive competitive pumse. But when you're not in competitive pumse and you're just like basic nak naik tali pinggang je, you don't need to be as precise and as accurate. So I moved on from teaching just basic class. To um, um the the competitive um pumse classes for students that want to perform, um in competitive pumse. So I have experience teaching really young athletes, like really mm-hmm. really young. Mm-hmm. But I do also do have experience teaching the so I but I but that was something I left behind because it is quite difficult to do. 
Um, okay, yeah. So it is it is it is a bit difficult to do the teaching, teaching the the very young athlete, the very young students. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah, but, it's like they are babies, right? They are babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and I just I just I'm just I'm just giving them I give them orders, but then they're off doing their own thing, and it's quite difficult. Yeah, because they are hard to focus, right? They are hard to focus. I remember Haikal told about this also, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. When when I, I mean, I didn't teach, you know, athletes like them. Uh, I teach students, kids. Kids it can be very hard to, you know, uh, focus. You know, sometimes like <laughs> it's a funny story, by the way. Um, I had uh, this is one time I was teaching a kid. I was I was an English teacher. I was working part time. And then I had this one kid. This one kid to um, did up pada English lah. So I I taught I taught him all the instructions what he had to do and everything. So uh, and then I leave him for a while and I check on the other students. Came back and they said to me, "Ah, now watch money, eh?" And then I'm like, "Okay, kid, talk to me." Okay, I, I explain very carefully, very slowly. And then okay, I after finishing that, I'll go uh, after I finish explaining to him. Okay, then I go to other students and then come back to him. Ah, uh, what's uh, uh, Of his own world. <laughs> <laughs> I came back I to him like nine times, and then and then the class place. Um, okay, tapero. Ah, uh, siap masa. It's all right, tapero. Yeah, but but actually, I mean, like because the girl, um, for me, like the girls. Okay, I always yeah, call yeah. my my gymnasts the girls. So uh-huh. kids, they tend to forget easily, but. You know that day, um, during my recreational class, I do have five years old kids. You know, five years old, who are running around and screaming, <laughs> "Mummy, mummy, mummy!" And I'm a bit headed with that. But that day, I remember before, um, uh, before the uh MCO, right? Mm-hmm. So we still carry out classes in the badminton court, my gym. So this girl just randomly after class ran to me and hugged me and said, "Thank you, teacher." And I was like. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> so cute! <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's like five years old. And it's like, thank you, teacher. Then I was like, oh, thank you, dear too. And then you know, after all those like you know screaming stuff like that, and then they will still come to you and hug you. This is a very touch movement for me, like you know, some can say like someone is like telling me it's okay, teacher. We actually understand you. We are trying yes, our best yes. to do that. Too, right it's like in their way they express this way they are trying hard but sometimes you're like you know just geram je. they explain one time two time three time four time still cannot understand <laughs> oh dah dah dengar ada gerak garang dia yeah so it's not easy to teach even even like elite athletes like i'm having 10 to 15 years old they were still cheat to me you know they cheat Cheat about their weight, you know. They will just, you know, because we have to jaga badan kan, yeah, badan. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. they will cheat to me say, oh today I'm twenty nine kg, but the hand that already exceed the the, the amount, mm. right? So then I was like, when the day I find out, habis lah, oh, habis lah. You will lie to me, and you gonna get the punishment. <laughs> yeah, so it's like no matter they are young or old or no matter what's their age, right? It's very hard. I mean, I find it hard to be a coach. It's not easy. It's really not. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of patience, a lot of time. Like educators, coaches, stuff like that. I think you really need a lot of patience. Yeah. Well, welcome. Kesabaran, <laughs> kesabaran yang yang sangat tinggi. 
Yes. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I don't know because I'm sharing a lot of experience because we can, I just rem- remembered something just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a few days, I don't know, uh, last month I was teaching. Uh, okay, so if you guys don't know, I'm not only like uh, dreaming to become a national athlete, I'm also like part-time debater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I do a lot of shows as well on my in, on UITM. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of shows. Um, and recently, I was in the English club, I have me and my and a few other members have to guide students from pre-diploma okay, okay to tell them with the presentation okay. in english okay. yeah so honestly i was a bit scared and nervous because like i haven't spoke i haven't taught anyone speaking in so long okay yeah, so I, you're not, like the tutor yeah i'm not the tutor okay right so i was quite scared and and considering these are pre-diploma students mm-hmm. so the, so the english isn't that good as mine compared to mine Yeah, so I had to understand the, where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. So first time class, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, like like a professional. Like okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna think of it like I'm not gonna be so strict, but I'm gonna be a good teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. But then uh, I taught them everything. I taught all the tips and tricks. And then I think two days ago, uh, one of my groups texted me, and then they said to me, "Thank you so much, Sir Haika." I mean, they didn't call me Sir Lah. They just called me, "Thank you, Haika." <laughs> And then because like I was so surprised like we um of of what they said to me because not only that they did well they got top four in their presentation. Wow! And, and I'm like, what? How? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? How did I teach them so good? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like sometimes they're giving surprise to us, right? Yeah, like they give us heart attack, you know, just just so surprising. You should you should keep continue doing uh, being a tutor then. Yeah, maybe I should teach some people, but. DBT yeah, this time um, my student gave me something for Teachers Day. And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> wow! Look at that! Uh, look at us being so tut- uh, being educators and tutors now. <laughs> it's like it's like we feel the appreciation from the girls, lah. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, I mean from the students. Yeah, from the students. I mean, <laughs> you're from the girls. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, but obviously the journey of becoming a teacher isn't easy. But who knows? Maybe one day one of your girls, or maybe you, will manage. An athlete to be to win gold medal in the Olympics. Who knows? You know who knows. Ooh, best uh, you know. If I have the chance. Yes, if you have the chance, of course. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously, we're really proud of you for coming on the podcast. Thank Amy you so Friday. much for having me. Also. Yes. Um. Thank you for listening to our Rajo Malay. But this has been a very, uh, very good story, lah, Amy. All the points you've given, all the and and even you, Hazi. Thank you for sharing your experience as well. Yeah, thank you so much. It was really good. It was really, really nice good. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. So thank you for watching What What Now Jomalepa. You can follow Amy at Amy on Instagram, which is uh yeah, you can promote Amy KDW. <laughs> Amy KDW, right? Yes. And you can follow Hazik at Hazikado, which I like to call it, but it's Hazikado either way. <laughs> so it's it's H I Z I I C A D O. Am I right, right? Hazik. Yes. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Z and I, but anyways, yeah. And you can follow me on Saturday Michael S Y E D A M I R H I K A L. And you can follow the podcast at One Ojomalepa, and you can also follow subscribe to our YouTube channel, right? So we'll be posting a few videos soon here and there, and maybe we'll do some collaborations if we have time. Yeah, you know what? You should we should lepa with you next time, Amy. You know. <laughs> 
After MCO, yeah. After MCO, after MCO. <laughs> we, we, live, we live quite near. You live in Kajang, I live in Kajang. So, like, just hang out sometimes. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. So, anyway, thank you for listening to Wana Jomalipa again. Uh, here is from Haizik and Haika. And goodbye. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Thank you.